0: Welcome to Words on New Music with your hosts Jim Gooden and Paul Muller. This episode of Words on New Music is a conversation with two member artists from the Sound in New Music community, microtonal composer Chris Faysville and synthesis composer Bill Newbold. Paul is on assignment doing concert reviews for a future episode of Words on New Music. I'm Jim Gooden and joining me and filling in for Paul is fellow producer of Words on New Music and occasional host J.C. Combs. The opening sounds of Mother Nature were captured live by Chris Faysville's Aeolian Harp. So batten down the hatches, keep your earbuds on, and stay with us for the next 25 minutes of unique and engaging music and conversation.
1: any new instruments i've recently upgraded my aeolian harp which was just in time because we had 60 mile per hour wind gusts (laughs) so but um yeah actually um one of the pieces that i put up in this event um you have to remember that edl stands for equal division of the octave or you could say notes per octave. it's just uh terminology But um, the flower burial, which was a reference to a cave with with some Neanderthal remains that's in Iran, I think, or Iraq, Um, that was done in 17 notes per octave, and it was kind of ironic because here I opened up the uh, event with saying wanted to have something positive against all the negativity in the world and i end up uh, playing something on my 17 note per guitar that really sounds kind of sad <laughs> so, oh man <laughs> yeah i mean but what can you do you know that's it's in, what you inspiration to. is what it is yeah. you know
0: some guitar this weekend
2: yeah i was having i was i was going through the v-coder and i was going through an effect into the other v-coder in the the supernova and it was like a double v-coder effect
0: what's the supernova
2: supernova 2 by novation it's a dual v-coder um analog uh Not analog, but analog uh, simulation in digital. And it came out 15 or so years ago, and I've had it for 15 years, been playing it. That's my normal instrument. I upgraded the OS, the MIDI interface I had to use to upgrade the operating system and the synthesizer and all that. It was fun. Wow. Oh, yeah, that's always fun, right? (laughs) Lining up all the dots, right? That's what it is. And yeah, the system commands and all that, yeah. and then upgrading the OS. Yeah, woo, but special buttons to push.
0: Is that the, the hardware interface?
2: The hardware. No, the no. hardware interface has an operating It's like a yeah. an external module? It's, it's like a module you would see on uh, Moog, but um, it's all dials and buttons. Like a, a physical piece of machinery? Or... Machinery, yeah. Nice, nice. Nice. It is a beautiful thing. And it has two V going in, two different um lines going in that I can balance in any way, and then it has the waveforms and then it has all sorts of settings with each waveform and each filter. How much did that cost you? When it was new it was like thirty five hundred. Yeah, wow. yeah, right. Yeah, I've had it that long though. <laughs> right now, there's nothing you can't get this. You can't get this synthesizer. It's. I look at eBay. It's rare. Very rare. Very rare and very intense. Still.
0: Is that what kind of like what Kima is that Norbert uses?
2: I don't think so. Um, I'm reprogramming the patches. I can play eight patches simultaneously, eight settings, simultaneously, and eight different you know system patches right and that has that's a performance setting for those eight patches okay and i have about 500 performance settings i can set up i've set up about 100 performance settings in the new operating system yeah and i adjust the patches in real time, as I change and you remember play. all the you you can like remember all those settings. <laughs> <laughs> it's a sound setting, you know. So I'm changing sounds, and that's what I'm remembering. You have to remember the sounds, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's all different with different set. You know, you know how yeah. settings go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. so I have many settings going on all simultaneously at eight eight levels of play with volumes for each of the eight patches and effects volumes for each mm-hmm. of the patches, then a performance setting.
0: That's almost kind of like the same kind of mapping like the Yamaha from the FM days.
2: Mm-hmm. It was yeah, say- yeah, this is FM synthesis at its max. It'll use like two different forms of FM synthesis together. Wow. Frequency modulate and then frequency modulate that frequency. I mashed up Kevin, and Mm -hmm. then um, Roger, Roger, and then Chris, and I put the three of them together. I took uh, pieces of theirs, and I didn't take Chris's, I took the other two and put them through a sliding um, pitch and uh, stretch or pull together. It's it's a fun thing, because it changes the pitch, it changes the speed of the piece. Can you hear it?
1: So, do you think that we had it wrong? We had the, um, you know, the tuning is was wrong?
0: Well, you're really going to get an angry crowd after you. <laughs> no,
1: know. I mean, I'm just curious because mathematically, yeah. just intonation uh, is correct. Well, well, yes, you can look at it that way. There And there's some disadvantages, there's some really big dis- disadvantages to working in, Just intonation, like, for instance, if you really treat it really pure, you end up having an infinite set of pitches. Twelve notes were taken as being a reasonable compromise. And in Western, in the development of Western harmonic theory, the way the harmonies were built up where, you know, first you had the plain chant, somebody just singing uh, a single line. And then they started harmonizing in parallel fifths or parallel fourths. And then they started to go and have where things weren't, <clears throat> where they had the organum on the bottom and then uh-huh. another more florid melody on top and they would tend to harmonize just in fourths and fifths and octaves and you know it and it and it developed like that over time and you get to the Renaissance finally. In the Renaissance people are using modes besides major and minor there's Dorian, uh-huh. Mixolydian, Phrygian uh-huh. Uh, and so on and so forth and they're using major minor triads they're really not using sevenths at all it's basically just triads and you get some people like Vincentino who start experimenting with 19 and 31 notes per octave mm-hmm. and they build some instruments uh-huh. there are some key, uh, harpsichords that date back from the 1500s that were uh, 19 and 31 notes per octave. Which is like an amazing thing. And yeah, I was just trying to absorb that. <laughs> that. Yes. I can point that out to you. I'd be glad to.
0: Because it would be like you'd, you'd start playing. I mean, it's almost would become very liquid. Yeah.
1: Yes, it does. And that's part of it. And where it really comes from is the fact that when you have really good vocal singers is that they What they do is what's called adaptive just intonation. And that's why you want 31 notes per octave to emulate that. Because people who are singing will on the fly, like a real good tight barbershop quartet, they will adjust their harmonies on the fly towards those pure intervals. But anyway, that's why the people in the Renaissance were experimenting with finer divisions of pitch. That's really empty. interesting yeah. to know that the, the Renaissance was experimenting with that. That's crazy. And Leonardo was drawing helicopters. I mean. <laughs> <laughs>
0: on New Music with your hosts, Jim Gooden and Paul Muller. Filling in this episode for Paul has been J.C. Combs. Our closing musical work, The Underground Just Intonation Electronic by Chris Faisville. Words on New Music is produced by Jim Gooden, Paul Muller, and J.C. Combs and is recorded live by Skype. For information about the artists featured on Words on New Music, visit soundm.org. The Sound N. New Music community was established by J.C. Combs. This episode show date April 2016. Copyright 2016 by Words on New Music.